Listening to the audio only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Glad you can join us on another edition of American RVer. On this show, we travel to the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee and visit with Gary and Karen Swain, owners of Smoky Mountain Coachworks, an RV renovation company in beautiful Sevierville, Tennessee. We talk about how they can make your RV look like new. Next, on our Friends Across America segment, we meet Donnie and Donna Lawrence, new full-time RVers. It's a great show we know you'll enjoy. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. I'm Peggy Gritch. Thanks so much for joining us this month. We are in the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee, and in fact, we're in Sevierville, Tennessee. Joining me today are Karen and Gary Swain of Smoky Mountain Coachworks. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for inviting us. Yes, you're welcome. This is such a beautiful area. I love it here. Of course, it's very green and it's a little rainy today, but as Gary, you say, that's why it's green. That's it. <laughs> That's necessary ingredient. I know. So tell me about how you got into doing coach renovations, because that's what Smoky Mountain Coachworks is. What was the starting point of that? How did you decide to become a renovator? Well, when Karen and I uh, got done with our main careers, you might say, retired, uh -huh. uh, we retired young, and we thought, gee whiz, what a perfect way to go see the country. Let's get an RV, the way yeah. many do. Absolutely. And so we got in an RV, we found we loved that. So if we were gonna stay in an RV and do it full time, we had to have something to do. Oh yeah, you didn't wanna be bored along the road just exchanging books at the local campgrounds. Right, we were <laughs> too understand. young for that. Since yes. we both came from electronic communication world, oh, okay. we just decided, you know what? Let's do that in RV, RV and our motor home and others wanted it too. So you became your own bosses while you were mm -hmm. still living in the RV. Yep. And so in terms of communication, you're talking about satellite dishes. What are you talking about? Well, Karen was phone. Uh-huh. Oh, as far as I... Well, yeah, previously... I the, previously, mm -hmm. I worked for the phone company. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And Gary was in the Navy. Oh, terrific. Yeah, and did electronics there. So, okay. you know, it's, it's not a large leap from radars and fire controls to direct TV satellite dish network that kind oh, okay. of thing. Okay, so you were up on the roofs of the RVs installing new satellite TVs for people and yep. dishes. Okay. And we did that for several years, uh, over a decade. Yeah, in fact, did we first meet you at an RV rally, perhaps? Probably. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. It all kind of blends together. It sort of does. How many years were you full-time? Um, 12. Close to 12. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Okay. And probably would still be today had things not grown beyond our wildest imagination. Right, so because technology was changing, that meant the satellite industry was changing, which meant the television industry was changing. So is that how you got into, you know, woodwork and all the other interior things that you now do? That's exactly what happened. The simplest thing, like the TV shape, changed. Right. Well, we had helped people get entertainment and TV for 12 years, right. hundreds of thousands of people. Now they wanted cabinets for their new TV. Uh-huh. And so we came to the Smoky Mountains because we loved it here. It was our favorite place we'd ever visited. 
Not only was it beautiful outside, but the people were beautiful. They were old-fashioned, you know, their word was their mm. bond. And you meant something, you know, it, it was just like the RV community. You know, you, you genuinely loved your neighbors and we just fell in love with that mm -hmm. and that way of life. And so we decided this would be where we'd settle and we would start doing that next step of putting TV, cabinetry, MCD shades came along later. And as we mastered that, people started going to, well, I don't want carpet. So then that brought in solid surface floors and other electronics. People wanted internet, you know, oh, so they sure. could communicate with friends and family and plan their trips. We brought that to them as well. And then it, it just turned into people weren't going to trade, RVers weren't going to trade their RV they were going to make it the way they always dreamed it. Well, the economy changed a little bit, and it didn't make sense now to trade in and get a new RV for the prices of those yeah. RVs that were happening. For a there. fraction of the down payment, they could make the one they had and knew right. their dream. Right. And so that pulled us into doing everything. And so now you're in a, a stationary location. You're not full-time RVers anymore. No. no. Do you we miss wish, that? Yeah. We miss the, the people. people. Right. It, it would be nice to travel, and we still get out every once in a while, but mm -hmm. not on a regular basis. Do you find that most of your, your business now comes from word of mouth, or are you out there advertising or having somebody at rallies? All of our business comes from word of mouth. The only, we don't do any actual advertising. Uh, we do go to the national conventions of our FMCA if they're on yeah. the East Coast. Right, okay. Well, and you've got a great website, and I think anymore, that's how people are finding services and products, is they're searching it out online. You bet. Even your 90 and 95-year-olds are computer literate today. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's kind of all, how it all evolved and how we ended up landing here in the Great Smoky Mountains. How many um, coaches can come here at a time? Well, we have facilities, too. We're a little unique in this. Because we full-timed, and where do you go when you have your RV worked on full-time? It's full -time, your home, yes. We put connections for them and a more RV campground atmosphere. So you're not coming to a commercial location. You're coming to a nice location, much like an RV resort or campground, where there's a flowing creek and a nice concrete site and connections. Because we will really want the folks that we're building the dream for to be there witnessing it uh -huh. and tailoring it. But there must be occasions when they cannot stay. Absolutely, <laughs> for like a whole floor. Right. Where, where do we put them while we're ripping out the floor? Right. And sometimes we have to take a slide out because of water damage or something. Right. That's gonna be too intrusive. But we have great facilities here. You know, the Smoky Mountains is a place oh, to come. Gatlinburg, Pigeon Ford, hello. That's it. And so <laughs> it's their choice whether they come or not. But right now we can have three folks and we're doing an expansion where we'll soon be able to have six coaches come and stay as we work. That's a big job. You are definitely not retired anymore. No. <laughs> Somewhere that got lost. Right. But we're, we're living our dream because we're helping our fellow RVers. Yeah, you're still in the RV world, which yeah. is a great world to be a part of. 
the best. The very yeah. best. It's unique because we live in a house, but we're still part of that RV community as well. So we have the best of both. Yeah. Right. We have our own motor home to go out and enjoy with them and stay current. What better to go use our own and, and, and rub shoulders with our fellow RVers. But and, then we have the house as well. And then make those connections again because, you yeah. know, as well as I do, even if you've only seen somebody once a year, it's like you're still fast friends. Yes. And it's just a matter of catching up to find out where you each have been in that past year, yeah. which is really wonderful. And then I would suspect that people come back. Like they'll start with one project and then they'll come back for another project. Now, do you do furniture or anything like that for the RV world too? We do. We have a full line of furniture. The, the normal lazy recliners that are wall hugging, mm -hmm. couches, sleepers, captain's chairs. Do you do uh, fifth wheels as well as motorhomes? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, any RV, it wouldn't matter. We, we even do command centers. We just finished a command center for Homeland Security where we made it a, a big electronic office wow. and training center. Okay, so it's not just people who are vacationing or living in their RVs. That's no. right. That's great. What a great way to expand and continue your business beyond the RV world. More than we ever thought. You know? Yeah. So, are you thinking about ever retiring again? Someday. <laughs> you guys are on the same page. Yeah, yeah someday. Uh, we're still having fun. And as long as we're having fun and people are enjoying what we give them, then we'll do it. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about RVing. As long as we're still enjoying it, why not continue? That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's life is too short if you're not having fun or enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your busy day <laughs> and uh, spending some time with us at American RVer. Our pleasure. All right, we'll be back in just a moment with more of American RVer. To contact Gary or Karen, call 865-446-0888 or go to www.smokymountaincoachworks.com. We'll be right back with Donnie and Donna Lawrence. Want to replace your halogen or fluorescent lights with cool, energy-efficient LEDs? Then check out www.ledrvlighting.com. They specialize in interior LED RV lighting. With low prices, a good selection, and fast delivery, you can't beat them. You can even get LED tubes that directly replace your fluorescent lights, quick and easy. Go to www.ledrvlighting.com, your best source for RV LED lights. It's just about racing season here in Concord, North Carolina, next to the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And so that has brought us to this area, and we're here to visit with Donnie and Donna Lawrence. They are big race fans. So on this edition of Friends Across America, meet Donnie and Donna. Thanks for joining me today. Glad to be here. So what really did bring you here? Because I know we're, the races don't really start just yet, but here you are by the Concord, or the Charlotte Motor Speedway. A couple of things. It, uh, it, was, it was on our list of things to do just to travel through North Carolina. We, we picked this city in part because Donna has family here. Okay. Uh, didn't anticipate the motorsports realm. I, I was familiar with it, but I never dreamed that the motorsports mecca that it is. Once we got here, then we thought, oh, we, we got lots of stuff to do. Yeah, so tell me about some of the things you've done while you've been here. Uh, 
obviously first thing was just being in the middle of the speedways here with the drag strip, the dirt track, the the speed, all of them being right here together. The, mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, we've just kind of flown by the seat of our pants. Uh, the area tourist place up here, the visitor center, was phenomenal. We should have caught it the first day. Mm -hmm. uh, we were late in getting there, but you talk about a ton of information. If you got any question what you want to do in this area, go to the visitor center here next to the speedway and uh, the county area. The lady will flat inform you. There is yeah. a million things to do here. Well, it's also a pretty area too. Mm, very pretty. Yeah. Now you guys um, are big outdoor people as well, or mainly just uh, racing fans? We are outdoor people too. We have kayaks and bicycles that we okay. haven't been able to do this. We've done so much with the racing museums and uh, experiencing the culture around here. We haven't had a chance yet to put a kayak in the water or bicycle right. or anything. We've done a lot of walking. Right, <laughs> right. Know, but uh, we've got to experience the, the people and the atmosphere and that has just been, you know, wonderful. We've really enjoyed our visit here. It's it's almost too short. Yes. it. We find that in some places too. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh man, I, like you said, going to the visitor center the first day would have been really smart because that would have given you an opportunity to see everything there is to yes. do. Right. And then you just run out of time. So that means you get to come back. We've, we have anticipated the coming back, even talked about it. And as you know, from being in this park, the, some of the things that are for sale, we've even, not, not <laughs> a, a, a real fantasy, but we've entertained idea even looking at property here. It's a beautiful place. Is, right. Yeah, is. North Carolina is such a beautiful state. It's it got is. everything from the mountains to the ocean. And uh, right weather. here is beautiful. The weather is wonderful. That's something my niece said that, that brought them here was the, to be able to experience the four seasons. You know, all of them came in season and she enjoyed the, the, uh, the Appalachian Mountains. She said it kept a lot of the really bad weather from coming here, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, and you know, she, she has a business here too as well. Okay. But, um, the ease of getting around in this town, um, I mean, it's we've almost got it. I know that there's several areas we haven't seen yet, but it's so easy to get back to this Speedway Park that we're in, right? Know, and the and the freeways and the way it's laid out, to me, it's so simple, you know? right? And uh, and so that's been enjoyable. It hasn't been stress at all driving through here. Yeah, it's not like driving on six lanes of traffic with, right. you know, stop exactly. and go traffic. Mm -hmm. So you guys are full timers. Yes. Yes. How long have you been full time and what made you decide to do that? This is getting, <laughs> we're closing in on our third month of full time. Uh, so you're babies. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're, we're very new to this. Now, it, it, throughout our 20 year marriage, we've had an RV of some type most of our marriage. And the more we did it, the more we fell in love with the lifestyle. And I came right. from an RV family. My dad started us in a pop-up when I was 10 years old. And, okay. And we were constantly doing that type of stuff. And even, even then, I was in the Boy Scouts and did the camping out and, and all the things I did there. And it just, um, every time we went out, especially later in our marriage when we were able to, to take longer trips and stay gone a week or two weeks or things like that, it became more of a struggle to go back home, not because we didn't love our home and love our friends and family. It's just you were maintaining two lifestyles and we get back home and you got to catch up on this and catch up on that. And even going into retirement, we said, OK, we're going to be gone two months, six months. We'll come back. And I said, baby, we're coming back and we're going to have to mow the grass and fix the trim and work on the roof and 
and get everything back in shape to leave again. And, and yeah, so coming back was really just a work. It, it, a work it was coming experience. back to work, and <laughs> and, uh, and we love the lifestyle of the RV so much. The right. the compactness of it, the the convenience of it. It just it just fit our life. And being when we spend most of our time outside, mm -hmm. we're blessed to have a nice rig, and we can be inside. Mm -hmm. But we'd rather be outside under the awning, you know, seven nights a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, we woke up one day and said, listen, you know, financially it would be feasible for us just to maintain one household. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fantasy started rolling. I said, okay, let's, okay. let's liquidate the, the things that are not that important to us and let's take off. And that's basically what we did. Yes, we're, we're like a couple of wildflowers. We just, we grow wherever we're planted. Oh, we I love it. I love that. it. <laughs> well, where are y'all from? We're both from West Texas. Texas. West Texas. Uh, we, it, it's a, it's a strange coincidence. Oh, okay. We were we were born within a, a hundred miles of one another. Uh, didn't meet until we were seniors in high school. When I, when ah. I moved to the town where where she was living at the time, uh, we've been friends since '78. Uh, had a whirlwind romance right after high school. Being kids, <laughs> not, not much happened with it. Uh, Twenty years later, the good Lord and life put us back together again. Oh, and, nice. Uh, it's truly, I'm on the road with my best friend, but I felt that from really from the day I met her in 78. Oh, uh, but sweet. it's, uh, you, you got to be friends to do this. When you, when you live in an area this small, uh, you have to be very joined at the hip. You got to be joined at the hip, but you also have to, uh, you got to know what, not what necessarily what each other's thinking, but you kind of got to know how they think. Right. right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different life. Than, and we've learned that even in our three months. It's different living in here than it was living in our home. Yeah. Just because we had outside distractions. I had, we had jobs, careers. Uh, we were, there was, we didn't, we were running each other's feet 24 hours a day. Here mm -hmm. you pretty much are. Yeah. And, uh, Do you feel like there's any way that you separate from each other? Or is there a way to get away if you need to? We do. Right, um, we have a we, we have a TV in the bedroom and a computer back there and mm -hmm. in here. We kind of respect each other's me time. And, and just like yesterday, you know, Donnie, loves the drag racing and he found an, a track to go to and my niece came and got me and took me to these festivals and stuff you know and so sometimes uh over the last three months you know we'll we'll split and maybe go do something different you know apart but most of the time we do everything together you know? right jim and i typically do things together yes. as yes. well it's not very often unless i'm going to the grocery store or something right <laughs> <laughs> Wash clothes. go on go yeah. do laundry right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's still me time. Even when right. it was a chore back at home, it's me time now. Right, and so you kind of yeah. appreciate that, even you know. Well, how long do you see yourself doing this? We make the joke when we left home. We told the kids, "We'll see you in three to five years." Um, okay. <laughs> we have a a tentative plan for three years of travel without okay. without breaks. I mean, we know the areas we want to cover. That her goal is to. At least drive through all 48 lower states. So nice. Okay. That that is on the list. Uh, I didn't know we were going to do that when we left home. <laughs> I, I, and then one day, she, as we were making our plans for year one, she said, "Well, we got to go through this state, that state." So the 48's a plan. We have three years. Uh, Plenty of time to do all that. Yes, right. one year on the East Coast, one in the Central Even States, one in the West. Drive through, I, you know, right. Like we drove through South Carolina, and I, and I believe there's probably a lot of things there that we missed. But uh, with the with the three year plan, we aren't really able to just stay in one place, you know, a week or two at a time. So right, you know, yeah. Sometimes you just have everything. to make tracks. Yes. Mm -hmm. And go see what see you right, right. And there are a lot of highlights. There are. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Not to discredit anyone, they're all great states so far. Right. And their own uh, differences, you know. 
And how does the racing tie into this in terms of making your plans for where you're going to go? Well, right, the, of course, automobile is, is everywhere. So I don't really have any plans tied into this. It's just as we got on the road, I saw the different things. And I thought, you know, here's a being a, a race car guy and, and raced most of my adult life. I'd seen the tracks in our area in, in Texas, New Mexico. And everywhere we land, usually within 50, 70 miles, there is a, a race facility of some type. So I'm just winging that as when I landed here. Uh, I didn't know anything about the drag strip south of here, but uh, with the internet and the technology we have, I found, I said, okay, I'm going to go spend a Saturday here and see how they, I've done it in Georgia. And uh, I don't really, I have a, def, a definitive plan. I'm going to a big race in Pennsylvania this fall, but I knew that when I was leaving home. Uh, but as far as tying into the motorsports, it, it's everywhere if, if you right. search it out. So wherever we go, we'll find it. We would try to time it to go like to the Indy races the anything? second year we have discussed that maybe okay. you know because you'll it, be in the central part if, of the if, state if you're if you're a car guy indianapolis is is a big so man and this here is i, I didn't this realize what too. i this was right uh, that just happened to fall in our last but yeah we've discussed indy uh she wants to see bristol the racetrack at bristol tennessee yeah. and watch them oh, race there sure. okay i want to see the daytona 500 before i pass so our winners in florida that may allow us to do that being yeah. a february race so right we're not planning around motorsports. Motorsports is just something that, that enters into our life everywhere we go. And so what do your kids really think about you being on the road? <laughs> <laughs> the daughter is, our daughter is just super excited about it. You know, she, she's a, a real outgoing, fun-loving, and, and she's all for the adventure. So other than the fact that we're not getting to see her, she, she right. was more than happy about our son. As a little more, I don't want to say daddy's boy, but I don't think he wanted me to get that far away from him. He, okay. Uh, a grown man and a fine man he is, he still, he wants his daddy close by. He's already <laughs> gone to our old home place, taken a picture and sent it to me. And said, it's so sad y'all are not here. And, uh, Trying I, to guilt you into coming back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's the guilt. I think, but, but I think even though I probably spent, I don't know if I, I, I say they're equal. I spent time with both the kiddos. The boy's probably missing us more. He doesn't know quite how what to think about it. Right. Uh, our parents were very on board with it. Unfortunately, Don and I, she lost her dad last year. I lost my mom last year. Mm. Um, but our, our parents, and before my mom passed, she was all of My parents did this for years. And uh, But our parents said, yes, you know, go chase your dreams. Go do your things. Yeah, because nobody and, can take any of that no. away from and, you. And with the technology today, we're not out of touch with them. You right. Know, with, with all the, you, right. we do the FaceTiming and the, the pictures and they know where yeah. we're at what we're doing now yeah. occasionally they'll send a text okay now where are you now yeah because we forgot to tell them we've moved yes but, yes 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 i understand but, but you're not going to be lost along the side of the road somewhere no. someone's going to know where you're at no, no that's that's Good. the great thing about yeah. traveling now yeah mm -hmm. well fantastic well thank you for taking a couple minutes just to talk to mm -hmm. us and Love our viewers that. here at american rvier and best of luck in your three years and maybe longer well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us for this edition of American RVer. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.